Hey, Nobody Talks Shaduchim Podcast crew, it's, it's IJ, Isaac, um, June, it's about mid-June 2022 now, I want to take you back to an episode I recorded uh, about eight months ago, back in November of 2021, um, and you know, this is episode 72, Long Distance Fairy Tale. Meeting on social media, try to get back together. Those long distance relationships really work. So uh, allow me to be vulnerable, open up, and uh, take, a, take a listen. Nobody talks shit on podcast. I'm holding on Everyone, thanks for joining in on another episode, Nobody Talks Shidduchim Podcast. I want to take you back. The year was 2019. Avery and I started this podcast um, for many reasons, and we'll do more of an episode on that sometime. But we started this podcast, you know, at the end of the day, really just to help other people get through it and create this community, and give people a good laugh, give people a good cry, let them know that they're not alone in this new world, this new world of Shidduchim, where we are today. When we started the podcast, we worked very hard in the beginning to make sure as many people knew about it, to make sure people were aware of it, we spent a lot of time on the content and everything, but in terms of the marketing, we blasted this thing out to so many people all over the place. And I have to tell you that I knew it would be a success. I knew it would do well, and I would just be happy with that, but I ended up getting a lot more than what I had bargained for. And while we were marketing this podcast, a young lady stumbled into my life and we ended up going out. (laughs) We ended up going out. I'm on Instagram one day and there's this, um, I'm following a Drake and Josh forum. I think that's, yeah. And um, I see a, a name, like a very, you know, like a Jewish name that was very pretty clear um, they were Jewish. And I was like, I recognize this name from somewhere. And so I, I, I switched over to Nobody Talks Shidduchim Instagram and I see like, oh my God, I've been messaging this girl a little bit. And I'm like, yo, Drake and Josh, she's on the, sh- you know, Nobody Talks, <laughs> she's messaging us. I'm like, let me check her out. And I check her out and I'm like, oh my God, I got to go out with this girl. She looks awesome. Um, and... You know, I asked her, I'm like, hey, by the way, are you dating? Like, what's the, like, who are you? You know, so we, um, and before you knew it, like, we were dating each other. We were, I was going out, I, I was like, literally, it's, it's one of a few times that I literally saw a girl and I said, I'm going out with her. 
and this is going to be serious. And that's what happened. We're going to call her T. That's what happened with T. Um, you know, it started over text. Um, we were messaging each other, and then it went to voice notes, and then we were FaceTiming, and bam, before you know it, like we were actually dating. <laughs> we basically start doing Jewish geography, just checking each other out, like making sure um, we're normal after we're both like slipping into each other's direct messages, the DMs. Um, and it turns out that she actually lives right next, right across street from my cousins in Israel. So I was like, oh man, I mean, like you live in Israel. Like I didn't expect anything like that, but at the same time, Hey, it's awesome. Like we're, we're, I'm a real person. We're vetted. Um, there was a long distance aspect to this because T did live in Israel and that was quite the challenge, um, for both of us for both of us that really played out in the relationship that we were trying to build because most of our dates wasn't going, you know, it wasn't just us going to the park. Like most of our dates were like over WhatsApp because, you know, going to Israel and that, and like she had, she lived in Israel, you know, like th that distance is very long. Um, it's, it's interesting, like long distance relationships. I'm not sure I have the best, I'm not sure I know the exact advice for, but I can definitely assure you it's possible. It's possible. It's doable because I've dated so many girls. I have been in Shaduchim for so long and I promise you. It, it it could be it, it is real it is real and it's probably more real than anything else because you put the BS aside and you actually get to know somebody from a vulnerable walls down perspective because you don't have like what to work with off of let's say someone's um, their persona how they're carrying themselves. Um, you're, you're, you're not seeing those facial, you know, the facials, uh, like the, like that in person, how are they handling it? And for the bad ones, it's just going to kind of mess you up, but for the good ones, it's going to get you a lot farther. So that's, that's what I found from long distance. So anyway, I'm dating T and I am a happy man. I am having conversations with her like, like no one else. We totally get each other and I'm finally thinking to myself, like I'm dating now for nine, you know, this is, I was 28 at the time. So this is 2019. It's already January, uh, February, a little bit of March. <laughs> no, the whole March actually, um, we were dating and I'm like, I found my person. This is crazy. When, how, when does this happen to people? You find your person. And, um, I did. We were, I decided that like, we have to plan, we have to plan Pesach together. She was so down. Like, we're going to go Pesach. We're going to, we're going to have an amazing time. We're already seeing each other for like two and a half months at this point. Yeah. Two and a half months at this point, two months and then two and a half months. So, um, you know, she's going to Florida to visit her grandmother. Hump, but I, I'm booking a flight to Florida I'm picking her up <laughs> at the airport. This is all happening. You know, this is all happening. Eight years in it, you know, at that point. 
um, a lot longer if you count in the fact that I, was, I really wanted to meet somebody. I really wanted to be with somebody. Um, of course, if you're following the timeline, you know, unfortunately, I don't want to get too much into it, but this was right around, this is when Corona kind of uh, popped up and, and T was supposed to come in I think three or four days before, um, right, right after the lockdown, she was supposed to come in. So, she, so the lockdown happened three days before, three, four days before she came in, she was supposed to come in. And that was it. I instantly knew this was going to be a big problem. Um, always thinking the worst. Um, and we tried so hard. I try, I tried so hard to keep that relationship together, but a hundred percent on zoom is really tough. And what makes it really crazier is that like literally the world is coming to an end. And that's when, you know, shiz, shiz hit the ceiling as they say. Um, when it rains, it pours. I got furloughed. She got furloughed. I had to move back to my parents' house. She had to move back to her parents' house. Um, uh, I actually had, had Corona. I got Corona early. And um, to make things worse, she had a, uh, not to do with COVID or anything, but she had a family, um, an illness in the family that, that spurred up. And we were not doing well. We literally, all, any ener all the energy we had for each other, we needed to put into ourselves to like save ourselves. Like the world is coming to an end. And when you're in person, when you're dating in person, here's like the biggest disadvantage. This is just the only disadvantage I could probably even think of is that, you know, when you're in a crisis, you need to be physically in there. You have to be there for the other person, physically in person. And I was not able to do that. And it ripped me apart. It tore me apart. She was not able to do that. I know it ripped her apart. Um, and it tore her apart. So what we decided to do was um, I, I pushed for a break. I pushed for a break. I didn't know how to articulate it at the time, but I pushed her and we, I don't think I, I didn't articulate things well at the time because, uh, you know, I, I just decided to get into therapy and I wanted to marry this girl. I was going to do whatever I could. And that was the best thing I knew I can do. And, um, you know, to me, I saw it as a break, but to her, obviously, this was like breaking up. So I was um, very, very hurt, I think, subconsciously. Like, I, I, was a, I, was, I was a mess because of obviously what happened. I got furloughed. I got COVID. I lost my apartment. And I'm just a wreck now. And now I don't have tea in my life. <laughs> but it was becoming... I was so... It was, it was, I felt so guilty that I couldn't be there for her because she was in Israel. There was a lockdown. If I could drive there, I would have drove. I would have drove six hours. I would have drove 20 hours. I would have came. I, I would have, I would have, I would have hiked, but I couldn't get in because it was going to Israel. There was a ban in the Middle East. There was a ban in Europe. You could not get in. 
my intentions at the time were to take a break. And I see that a lot in long distance relationships where you could take a break. You can take a break. So I, I persevered. I got through life um, at that point, just barely, you know, um, I came, thank God I recovered from COVID. I, um, you know, at the time I was like, Oh my God, you recovered from COVID. But you know, that now everyone does. <laughs> so, um, this is now like, I'd say a month after we ended, well, a month after I initiated a breakup uh, or like at least a pause, I reach out to T and I'm like, here I am. I'm alive. I'm back. I want to get back together. And she sings someone and I was devastated. And, um, she's telling, you know, she's like, uh, you know, we can't, we can't, we can't, um, talk to each other. Like I'm seeing someone and, you know, I was really hurt by you. So I, I, you know, I figured, look, I'll just, I'll cheer her on, which I really, I meant it. I'm like, if this is the one, you know, I hope it works out. But of course, uh, I, I, I knew I was the one for her and I still never got to spend that time with her. Um, I think maybe we overdid it when we were dating, you know, before um, for those like three months, you know, there's a lot of kissy emotions, emojis. Uh, she sent me pictures of a ring. We got very serious. We would spend on Sundays. We would spend nine, 10 hours together every night. We would spend three, four hours on uh, FaceTiming and WhatsApp. And when we were together, we were together. Like, it was some of the best memories I've ever had, being with T. At some point, I actually listened to the podcast. Um, nobody talks you to a podcast. You know, the episode on revisits. And I said, you know what? And actually, it was really good advice where let me message her role, um, her role model, her mentor. And I'm going to message her mentor, and I'm going to... Tell the mentor, I'm going to tell everything. Um, I think, what was her name? Mrs. Um, whatever. Well, let's call her uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> I don't remember her name. So, like, Mrs. Doubtfire, I'm telling Mrs. Doubtfire, like, I, I, I'm like, hey, this is Isaac. I, I want to mess talk to you about, you know, T. Okay, we got on the phone. I'm like, you know, and I just let it out. I'm like, you understand, like, I, I, I was ready to marry her. I was I couldn't wait for her to come in. I I I I was crazy about her, you know. And I give her the whole explanation and she's like, "Okay, um let me let me see what I could do for you." The next day t uh T calls me and the second I heard her voice, I start crying and I cried. I never guys, I never cried in front of anybody. And I was tearing. And I said, T, you are my best friend. You are my best friend. And I treated you like garbage. And I left you. And I don't care how irrational or rational it sounds. I take responsibility. I screwed it up. And we really, we really were able to talk to each other. So we decided at that point, mostly her. That, look, you know, she now, after breaking up, after us, you know, having been broken up, 
and you know there's a lockdown and there's a quarantine and there's like literally the world is coming to an end she really saw herself not moving to america which when we were dating she was going to move here no questions asked um and i was afraid to go to israel that's a big reason why i went to therapy and i was able to get the help to understand that i don't care you know i got myself to a place like i don't care where i am i need to be with her I need to be with her, and I got myself in a long-distance relationship. You're going to have a scenario where someone's going to have to move. Someone's going to have to give it all up for the other. Don't look at it like that. I'm starting my life for you because I love you and because I want to be there. And so T and I, we, we you know, on I think at the time, I think she thought, okay, this you know journey's come to an end. We fortunately left off on amicable terms. We left off on good terms. Um, so this is last summer. Um, about a year ago, I decided. Um, this is like a few weeks after. A few weeks after I spoke to her, I'm like, I'm going to Israel. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm going to Israel. And I tried getting in. I applied to the consulate. I applied to the ministry. <laughs> I sent in my co- like um, my cousins as you know my first degree fa- family didn't work. I, I sent in my, um, my uh, business it couldn't work. Uh, I was literally like trying to bribe yeshivas like give me a, a student visa. Uh, I, I literally I I was I wrote I wrote a check for a few hundred dollars already. And I was ready to sign something for four thousand dollars. Like this was not. This was unbelievable. Like I never dedicated myself so much to something, and it showed me how real I felt about T. At some point um, last year, I started slipping into T's DMs, and now understand like we're you know we're not, we're separate. Like we're not together for a few months. There wasn't a day that didn't go by. And I finally decide, like, let me, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like slip into her DMs again. I'm like, I want to see how she's doing. And I slipped in, and it was just, it was weird. Like, it was, I was so welcomed. I felt so good, and we just hit it off again. And before I, I before I didn't want to tell her, like, I didn't want to miss, not like mislead her, but I didn't want to like give her false hope, false hope, exactly. I don't want to give her false hope, so, but at this point, I'm like, I don't care. I want to tell her, like, this is, like, this is the girl I'm going to marry. And I told her, I'm like, T, I've been, I've, I've spent money, i spent time, I've spent night and day trying to get into Israel. I can't. You know, this was, like, before the vaccine, so I remember how people, like, you literally couldn't get in, even if you had a, even if you had a, even if you had a first-degree relative. And I remember T's, voice note back to me she's like oh my god isaac i don't know what to say (laughs) i don't always always cherish that and um we were back at it we were back at it and yeah i think four or five weeks i don't have the messages unfortunately i don't have the messages anymore you'll find out what happened i i i can't tell you how much time four five weeks six weeks maybe might have even been close to two months we got back we got back together and i was happy i was full again i was a person (laughs) 
unfortunately, uh, some things turned and I was, uh, I went from, you know, doing well with T and she doing well with me to things turning on us. Um, my job that I was furloughed from during Corona told me I wasn't gonna, I wasn't welcome back. I had a gas leak in my apartment. I had to move out. I was literally sleeping on a French friend's couch. I can't make this up. <laughs> it's, um, I, I fell in shul. So like I sprained my leg. I sprained my ankle. Um, I think this was already like Sukkot. Yeah, this was Sukkot. And I'm not doing well, you know, from all this, like, you just like you lose your job, you lose your apartment. This is it's like, oh my god, same formula. And I knew at that point, um, I needed tea. I really needed her. And I started asking her to come back, you know, to come to America. I told her I will pay. I, I told her I want to be with you. Like this is tough. Like we're now, like we're zooming now. Like we're zooming. We haven't seen each other in freaking uh, <laughs> since we haven't seen each other in like, what, what is this? This is September. So, uh, so we haven't seen each other in nine months. This is crazy. And you pick up, there's a How I Met Your Mother episode where they were discussing Ted and Victoria and you pick up right where you left off and we picked right back up. People, like she stumbled into my world. I think it was December of 2019. I'm not so sure. I don't have my... Yeah, no, December. You know, and um, here it is. It's almost December now. You know, this is two years ago. And um, and God was throwing us these curveballs. And I'm like, help me out here. Um, anyway, I lost my... You know, I basically lost my job. I'm out of my apartment. I rolled my ankle. And to make things worse, I get bronchitis again. And I feel like I did the wrong thing in pressuring T to come to America, which she could have because of the citizenship. You know, she was American. She grew up in New Jersey. Um, but, like, she... I, I should have had more empathy. Like, I'm sure she was scared. I'm sure she was worried. Um, we also got into a fight about the vaccine. And we were really, like... We were really we could we should have done a virtual therapy session. That, that that's for sure. Premarital premarital counseling, you know, like every married person tells you. I, I wish I did that. And all of a sudden, we're in a fight, and I regret everything. I regret everything. The stupidest things we've like, <laughs> you know, like she was pro the vaccine, I was against it. I don't care. I'll jab me. <laughs> uh, whatever else we were fighting about. I don't care, like, it's it's nothing now, you know, because it's more important to be with the right person. While this is going on, and I feel separate, as you remember, I was doing a lot of podcasting, and all of a sudden, you know, a lot of people were home during corona, and they got those, you know, they, they, they got very into the podcast, hence we have a lot, you know, we have thousands and thousands, uh, you know, five, six thousand people listening to this and um, I get a call from a girl who I used to date before T, right before I met her, and she's like, "Hey, Isaac, it's um, it's um, it's B. Her name's B. I don't know. Let's call it. it's Bianca." As you go, let's see. Hey, Isaac, it's Bianca. I listened to your podcast. I never saw the side of you. You know, I want to go out again. 
I'm like, yo, like, lady, I'm, I'm getting married, man. <laughs> man, I'm getting married, lady. Like, what? I'm like, you got to be kidding me. So I'm like, tell her what's going on. And because I, I, you know, I'm like, I'm like dying inside. I, I can't see the per. I can't be with the person I love. I'm, I'm separated. Um, we left off on a good note. Like, you know, be well, whatever. And, you know, and I'm just like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing T. Um, I think like two minutes after that, my favorite shotgun calls up. Jamie. Jamie calls me up. Oh my God, I just got off the phone with Bianca. You got to go out with her. She's the one. And yeah, you know, like for the next, <laughs> for the next like two hours, we're having linguistic jowls between me professing my love for T and Jamie kind of like trying to talk me into going out with Bianca. And, and it's tough because, you know, long distance relationships, people just don't get it. They don't understand that you can fall in love. Um, you know, we used to call T and I used to call each other pen pals. You're my pen pal T. You're stite, you know, you're, you never not be. <sighs> um, and like, that's how you really get to know someone in such a special way, a unique way, a, a deep way, a very deep way. And we had that. Um, so I'm fighting off Bianca and Jamie now. And I'm like, just, you know, and I'm misty and my life is like falling apart. <laughs> and there's a, like, sp you know, spikes in COVID again. And, you know, remember, I also have bronchitis now. So like, I'm really like totally out of it. Like T is trying to FaceTime me and call me and I'm just out drugged up from NyQuil. Um, you know, she wants to, she's trying to text me and I'm like, I'm at the doctor, you know. Um, I got myself on some, um, they gave me some hydroxychloroquine thing. That was pretty good. Um, but it, 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 it worked. It was just, I still was battling this bronchitis. I thought it was COVID by the way. Again, what it was, and I, it was negative. Anyway, here I am and it's tough to say, but I called up T, we got into a fight and what I told T and what I hope she understands, uh, she'll, she unfortunately won't understand. It's like, I told her T, when we were fighting, I'm like, please come in. Please, I need to be with you. I need to see you. Like, please. I, I, I felt alone. I felt like I was abandoned. And I kind of off the cuff was like, you know, well, why don't I just go out with Bianca? She's, she, she's here. She wants to go out with me. And that was it. Um, T... All T heard was, I'm leaving you for... And that's not what happened. That's not what happened at all. But unfortunately, like... it, You know, and I, I hurt her. And I take responsibility either way. I do take responsibility. And I effed up. I totally effed up. I'm living with that regret every day of my life. Um, and I'm... I'm, I'm Try, I, I tried moving on from it at the time. So this is last year. This is um, right before the election. So this is like November. Or this is like October 31st, November 1st, something like that. And I'm um, showing I'm, I'm moving on. Uh, the election happens. You know, like, damn. <laughs> uh, I, I just can't win. I really just can't win that. <laughs> um, I pull myself together. Um, 
and I decided to go out with, you know, Bianca. We went out for a little bit and whatever. She was never tea. She was never tea. Here I am now. It's like January. It's this past January, January 2021. It's December. It's right now November, late November 2021. Now it's January. Okay. And in January, I I had to make a decision. I'm like literally limping out of a very effed up year. A year of struggle, a year of torture. I, I know everyone can relate. And if you can't relate, what the hell is wrong with you? So what I decide to do, you know, I, 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 I was in a morning period. I'm like, you know, talking to a professional. I'm, I'm talking to my friends. I'm just talking it out. You got to just talk it out. Sopranos, just talk it out. And I realized for my, for the betterment of myself, for the betterment of T, I'm going to, um, I'm going to work off of the most recent development in Israel, which was they're not opening till July. Okay. And it was a crazy time. You know, I put, I was able to put it aside. I, I moved on. I did some other projects. You know, I got bumped up at work. I, I, I found that, I, by the way, I, I got rehired at another job. Um, and thank God, like I pulled myself together. All of a sudden, I'll fast forward. It was last, uh, it was this, this past, you know, June where I start getting into TikTok. People can follow me there. And all of a sudden, I, um, I, I, I stumble upon T, and I'm like, oh, my God. T, what are you, like, this is crazy. Um, I follow her, and I like her video. And I don't remember if I said hi. Unfortunately, I, I can't remember because I was blocked literally 10, you know, 10 seconds, 10 seconds, at literally 10 seconds. And I was brokenhearted. My, my, I, I immediately, like, I got saddened down. Because I think everything caught up to me and I'm like, oh my God, like T hates me. T is hurt by me and I effed up. I decide right away I'm, I'm, I'm going into my other Instagram accounts, like trying to message her and she's blocking me. And I'm like, oh my, this is really bad. Like, this is really bad. If I could have gone on a plane to Israel that night, I would have. <laughs> I tried. I tried for such a long time and these long distance things, you know, this is what happens in the end, unfortunately. Like it is, it, it, it's not always a fairy tale ending. So I messaged T like a, I don't know, like a 10 minute, maybe 12, 10, 12 minute voice note. I'm apologizing I'm like, I'm an asshole. I'm an asshole. I never gave you closure. I never let anything. I'm like, what was, what was I thinking? I wanted to marry you. I told you I loved you. I loved her. And I, I never put the L, I never said the L word to any girl before. So I told her how I felt. I told her what a schmuck I was. And I, I just tried reminding her of the good times. I'm like, you know, we were, <laughs> we, we made magic, you know, and. You, you know, I was yours and you were mine and um, there was no response, you know, there was no response. I was, I was able to message her these things on my work phone. I was blocked everywhere else, WhatsApp, Instagram, text. Um, I, I start my hunt again. 
So I'm applying now to Israel another three times. I get denied. I'm spending money. I'm spending a lot of time. I'm getting in trouble at work for like filling out these forms and giving because you, you can only call during the day. You can't call at night. Otherwise, you have to, you know, what the time changes. Um, and uh, finally, someone tells me about uh, someone I could use. So I'm literally I'm about to write a four thousand dollar check <laughs> to this guy to get me in for Sukkis. I remember telling God, I'm like, Hashem, I have no Sukkot plans. I'm going to Eretz. You're opening it up, and you better make it happen. And still, you know, a year and seven months at this point, eight months, a year and eight months, I was not able to go to Israel. One day, actually, one day, fortunately, the borders open. And Israel made the announcement, as most of you remember, November 1st, um, that they were opening. And it was, you know, mid-October, and I booked that flight. I booked that flight. And I can't tell you how crazy it was. I was literally the first person in the entire world to get into Israel without the green card initiated uh, since the lockdown. So I'm literally, like, I booked the first flight out of JFK, and I am, like, trying to get in you know they put me on the side there are problems Ugh, supervisor after supervisor like i'm at the airport four hours early finally i'm like literally boarding you know 20 minutes before the flight i'm not kidding i'm gonna get to tsa freaking this lady behind me drop like drops on the floor from a seizure the cops want to like me to make a statement i'm like crying to them i can't i, I gotta get to there i finally get in there i finally get to the plane 150 Chabad Shluchim. I love my brothers and sisters in Chabad. And, I'm, and they join me. They join me on the flight. They're coming back from a Lubavitch convention. And I'm like, I'm doing it. I'm going to Israel. I'm finally here at this point. I, I am feeling it. I get, you know, after these PCR tests and PCR tests. And I literally had PTR tests coming out of my tuchus at this point. I'm finally in the cab. I get to my cousin's house. I put my stuff down. I couldn't even shower. I'm like sitting in goo from, you know, a freaking 12-hour whatever flight. And I'm like, I have to call T. I'm like, I can't. I know at this point I can't just show up. And I, guys, you have to understand, I haven't seen her in a year and and nine months. A year and nine months, 10 months or something, right? 10 months. It's a year and 10 months. Guys, it's a year and 10 months. I haven't seen her. And um, my cousins helped me get myself together, and I wrote something from the heart. But I... I knew it'd be a little too creepy if I just show up at her house. I didn't know where she lives, but guys, like, imagine, like, she's right there. She's literally, she's five blocks, and I would have, I would have scoured every block, but I know at this point, like, I know that she was very upset. She was 100% warranted to, and, and, and she was heartbroken by, you know, maybe, and, 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 as was, and I could, I literally can only get down on my knees and just beg, I'm sorry, like, COVID, the world came to an end, and I, you know, I, I take, I take full responsibility. I call her up, and the conversation is, um, 
it's private. It's between T and I. I don't want to go into too much details, but I don't think I was given a, f- a fair chance at all, you know? Um, I, might, I might have deserved it, but if she only knew that since the day we met, I never stopped thinking about her. And she was my person, and I wanted to live every day of my life. <laughs> Being her best friend. Being at peace because she was in my life. And I wanted to marry her. And you know, here I am now, 30. You know, T was 25 when we met. I was 28. We were three years apart. And um, this... A year and eleven month month journey, you know, came to an end. Um, I didn't even get a chance to see her. She was too scarred. She was too hurt, and I and I get it. I um. I get it. Long distance relationships are. A killer. And they could also be the best damn thing you'd ever experience. Um, T, I'm sorry. You know, if you're listening to this, you know, um, for everyone else out there, I'm back in Shidduchim. <laughs> I'm back. Here I am. I'm back in Shidduchim. I'm, I'm ready to move on. Um, you know, I told, I, I wish T a good life. And I told her, I'm like, I'm always here for you. Like, you know, I, I get how Hashem feels now. I get how Kaddish Baruch Hu feels now. People walk out on him from not from, um, and, 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 and every comparison in between. You know, Sephardi, Ashkenaz, America, Israel, a liberal, conservative, well, whatever, every single one, nuance. I get how Hashem feels when a, his child leaves him. And I really felt like I was dead to T. I was dead to T. And, you know, there's, uh, that's it. You know, <laughs> you screw up, you screw up. So I am um, moving on. I am pulling myself out of it. Welcome to uh, the new world. Um, IJ's here, back, ready to mingle. <laughs> And um, a year and 11 months, I get to close. I get to close this chapter. Um, I'm, I'm scared. I'm vulnerable. I don't know what's next. Um, you know, for the past year and 11 months, I was most of the time on and off, but most of the time, like thinking I'm going to marry this girl. So I never had to worry about this, but there were, but I, I, been out with girls in between then. You know, I have been out with girls, a lot of girls in between them. Not a lot of God, but like a good amount. Some things worked, some things didn't work. Um, because I tried to move on. So it's it's the story, There and Back Again by Isaac Baggins. No, Isaac Baggins, you know, Bilbo. Um you know, all I could say is Long distance is good. It works, you know, my tell-all. And, um, you know, two guys, 
um, you know, two and a half years ago, right? Two and a half years ago, we start this podcast. And uh, as they said in the Moulin Rouge, this one, this guy right here, you know, I got a lot more than I bargained for. Um, I never thought I would actually fall in love. <laughs> Infatuation, whatever you want to say. You know, don't don't bitter it. Don't malign it. Don't um, don't corrupt it. It's an amazing thing. And here I am. It's nice to know that I did it and I'm able to do it. <sighs> um, and thanks for letting me share. So it's been a nice, uh, it's a nice cordial conversation. Um, as I usually finish off, happy face, smiley face, silly face. This is Nobody Talks Shit on Podcast. Are you a newlywed couple or a parent of a newlywed couple? Well, you may have just found your shidduch, but there's another shidduch that our friend Broker Ben can make for you. And that's for your new home. Broker Ben sells houses, rents apartments throughout the tri-state area. He specializes in the five towns and Crown Heights. If you need a place to stay the short term, long term, to live and create a house that can build future shidduchim, reach out to Broker Ben at 516-491-9593 or you can find him on Instagram at the Broker Ben on Instagram. Alchi's Media Network.